Talk That Matters, brought to you by the Salvation Army. This is the next chapter of Life on the Frontline, a series of interviews about homelessness and life on the fringes. The first few weeks we're talking with the workers, street chaplains, soup kitchen coordinators, prison and court chaplains. These are people who've turned away from the opportunity to make big bucks in some high-flying job, to dedicate themselves to people who are homeless or marginalised. This week we'll hear the memorable moments, whether there are times of danger, also the times that are unforgettable to these workers in their life on the front line. Since I've been working, we've had three deaths and um, you just look at those deaths and say, well, they're totally unnecessary. Um, Two of those were from violent incidents and you just go, that's just so sad. And the fact that um, out of those three deaths, we don't have any contact with family. And yeah, it just makes you wonder what they're doing. And what's been a favourite memory from your time in this work? I started out doing youth work and so when I was in youth work I just remember one day a young 15, 16 year old girl coming in and just saying she needed help going to the bank to make a withdrawal or transaction and it was just just a tiny little thing I could do for her where she didn't have her parents around at that time in her life to actually just show her how to use a simple thing of going to the bank for the day and I just thought how amazing is it that I'm free to just walk her to the bank and go this is how you you know send a cheque to someone or this is how you do a simple transaction and I go wow that yeah that I can just be available for to be that influence on someone or that mentor for someone is a great thing. I've, I've seen fellas sitting alone in the park and I go and, and say to them uh, go mate how are you going and that sort of stuff and, and they talk to me and, and I might say yeah, tell me a bit about your life you know and they, they might say oh, I had a wife and children but I drank my way out of that or gambled my way out of it or drugged my way out of it something like whatever they say and uh, I might say you know where the children are now and sometimes sometimes they say no I don't know and you might say do you, do you miss them oh, I miss them terribly they'll say you know so uh, I, I, I don't uh, push the uh, the the spiritual side onto people like as in to force them like I just said mate we, you don't know where your children are but God is everywhere and all seeing he knows where your children are would you like me to pray with you and pray for them. Oh, I'd love that, he says. And so we, I just took his hand in the handshake hold and put my other um, uh, other hand on his on his shoulder, and we prayed for him. We prayed for his children, and um, and and then you just move on to the next person, you know. When I was uh, 18, I started in King's Cross as a youth outreach worker, and uh, yeah, I found myself, you know, going from hanging around other 17, 18 year olds in high school, you know, with quite shallow issues and you know popularity and doing well in your HSC, and uh, and then started hanging around with people who were much older than me on average, uh, people who were struggling with issues like sex work and and addiction to various substances, you know, a lot of Indigenous people, uh, a lot of people who just had quite amazing life stories, and and so I was working walking the streets and working with these people, and and just found like amazing richness in the people amazing stories amazing um kind of encouragement from them and uh so that really began to change my worldview it changed my um perception of some of these issues uh, you know the things which i kind of had thought i had a view on that was quite polarized and actually my whole worldview started to shift and to change 
Catch up with the Life on the Frontline series anytime online at salvos.org.au slash radio. Next week's the last episode with the workers. We'll hear the tragic and life-changing moments that they've been through. And then we'll pass the mic over to their clients and hear the stories from the people themselves who were homeless and marginalised about their happy and sad times, the background they've come from, what life's like day to day, and also what the future holds. That's when Life on the Frontline continues. I'm Helen Shield for The Salvation Army.